0: Hey everybody, another week has passed in the NHL. That means another week has passed in your fantasy matchups. Hopefully you smashed the heck out of somebody. I know I did, occasionally, allegedly. Um, In this episode, we are going to be talking about week 11 in the NHL streaming strategies, top waiver ads and drops. Let's get to biz. You're listening to Fantasy NHL Today. Today. is fantasy nhl today i am your host blake creamer please follow me on twitter please it's at blake creamer se and this is a sports ethos presentation thank you sports ethos for presenting me uh, they're doing great work over there at sports ethos you got to go check it out uh, check out sportsethos.com for all your fantasy needs, uh, very specifically in basketball, man, they do an amazing job at basketball. I'm in a bunch of uh, fantasy basketball leagues as well, and I basically just do whatever they tell me. So, um, recommended big time. Get over to SportsEthos.com. They've got all kinds of stuff: podcasts, um, a different sports too, football, baseball, and they got a disc golf podcast. This is some insane insanely awesome stuff, all right? You got to get over and listen to that disc golf podcast, all right? It's classic stuff. All right, but uh, we're not here to talk about that, even though we probably should. It sounds interesting. We are here to talk about week 11 in the NHL. So as I said, yeah, hopefully you had a great week uh, smashing your competition. We had a couple good uh, good teams last week to stream in Minnesota and Calgary. So this week, upcoming week 11, is very strange because uh, it's the Christmas week, right? So um. There's no games on Saturday, no games on Sunday. So it's a really weird week. And uh, I think we should just get right into it. Let's get into biz. okay? Let's do it. So for your week next week, we've only got games Monday to Friday. As I said, Saturday, Sunday, no games. So let's get into it. Monday, we have eight games. Tuesday, we have eight games. Wednesday, we have seven games. Thursday, eight games. And then Friday, there's 13 games. So... Yeah. It's going to be a weird week. Um, Friday, obviously that's a full boat, but Monday to Thursday, you can stream every one of those days, you know? So it, it just makes for, for, um, an interesting streaming week. What it means is that it's hard to have a big strategy on here. I think it's, it's, yeah, I, I, it's it's just going to be a strange week because of this. So, um, you, we'll try and tell you how you can maximize some games played and maybe you know get an advantage over your opponent. Okay. Um, so, before we do that, we've got twenty four teams with three games and eight teams with two games. So again, very very even week. I mean, you'd rather have the games with uh, or the teams with three than two, but again, they're playing on that Friday, so that that's going to be your difficult day. Um, to get players in, right? So you want to check well in advance, um, how full are you on Friday, um, just to see if you can even, you know, potentially stream in on that day. But yeah, let's uh, let's look at, first off, the teams um, that you probably want to avoid this week. Um, we're looking at Chicago and Buffalo. Those are the two teams that... Um, you know, uh, they've got two games and only one um, one on a off night, in air quotations, uh, because uh, one of their games is on the Friday there. So, uh, Buffalo plays Monday and Friday, stinky schedule, and then Chicago doesn't play until Wednesday, so they play Wednesday and Friday. So, you probably want to stay away from those teams. I mean, Chicago, you know, basically just a garbage streaming team anyway, so you know, you have you probably got Taves, you probably got Kane, or you should have Kane obviously, and you should have Seth Jones. But uh, I don't know if you're riding with Max Domi, that might be a potential drop. You know, Athanasio, those type of guys. Like, um, yeah, take take a look at the the Chicago players you're rostering, and you could probably get that garbage off your team. Okay. Get that garbage off- uh, and then Buffalo's a little different, right? Buffalo has just been flying, as we all know. Again, uh, you know, they're doing their thing again tonight. Tage Thompson just just going bonkers again. What a legend this man is. Jeez, Tage Thompson. I, I could do a whole podcast on that guy, and, and people would probably listen and be like, what, what the hell's going on with this man? Hello, Mr. Thompson. I think he's talking to you. Um, yeah, so Buffalo... You know, obviously, they've got a lot of players that are just performing so well right now, and they aren't rostered a ton. You know, players like Jeff Skinner, uh, Alex Tuck, even Jack Quinn, um, you know, Dylan Cousins. These guys are all available in, in places, right? So you want to be careful dropping some of those guys just just because they're so hot right now. So so just take a look and, and see if it makes sense for your team. But we'll get into something uh, or get into a little more of that later. All right. Let's talk about strategies. As I said, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, they're all eight games or seven games. So that means you should be able to get players in on every one of those games or every one of those days. So I think just looking at this here, if you've got one streamer spot and uh, the way I like to do this again, talking about streaming, um, I like to do a little disclaimer here or a little explanation when you're streaming a player in, what we talk about, uh, that, that means, or a streamer spot, we're basically talking about cycling a player into your lineup every game or every few games, right? To try and maximize the amount of games played you have. And these streamer spots, they're basically like your worst player, right? Or your player with the worst schedule, you know, that's kind of on the bubble. Those are the type of players that you want to drop And create a streamer spot so you can stream in some players and get some statistics that you need, okay? So, um, you know, in, in most of the leagues I play in, you have four moves during the week. Some teams have more or some leagues have more, some have less. Um, and you may only have one streamer spot depending on how many teams are in your league. Like if it's a, you know, eight or 10 team league, you know, your teams are probably pretty stacked. So sometimes you just, you almost have to just take an L in those weeks because you're not going to drop some of these amazing players just so you can get, you know, some of these streamer level players in there. Right. But 12, 14, 16 team leagues, there's lots of streamer action there. There's lots of players you can cycle through your, your roster. So. Just take a look at your team, take a look at your league and see what makes sense. All right, but we'll get into it here. So um, I think the way, the best strategy for this week is to look at the teams that play back-to-backs and try and maximize on those, right? Because you, get, you make one move and you have a player for two games, right? So it, it's important to look at where these back-to-backs are. And I'll let you know, there's a bunch of teams with back-to-backs and some of them make sense and some of them don't. I think the best teams for back-to-back this week are going to be St. Louis and Columbus. They both play Monday, Tuesday back-to-back. So, um, And even before I get into this, if you have moves um, left in this week and you're doing well and you don't need them for this Sunday, think about bringing in one of these players. So it's, it's kind of a little trick that I like to use is use a move from this current week to uh, benefit me next week so then i still have all my four moves next week but i've already moved a player in this week if that makes sense okay so if you have a move left and you don't need it and you've got a streamer spot go ahead and pick up a player from columbus or st louis and then you'll have the monday tuesday back to back right there and you didn't even have to make a move next week okay so Carolina, Carolina, Columbus and St. Louis both play Monday, Tuesday. Let's look at some of the options on those teams. Okay. Starting with Columbus and I'm going right from Yahoo here. Um, the main guy you should be targeting, um, I think out of, out of all these teams really is Boone Jenner. Boone Jenner is a stud. This guy is going off this season. Okay. Um, you know he had a great game even just today against Boston. They did lose, but he had a goal, four shots, uh, six hits, and a block. I mean, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's the kind of production that I need, right? And he's on the ice for 21 and a half minutes. The thing with Columbus is they don't have anybody else, right? So so Boone Jenner is getting put uh, out in all the offensive situations. Um, you know, and he's getting all the power play time he wants. Uh, this last game here, he played almost six minutes on the power play. So I like Boone Jenner a lot. I think Boone Jenner, and I'll talk about him a little bit later, but um, Boone Jenner is a player that should be rostered right now anyway. He's a, he's a must roster player, uh, yet he is available on Yahoo. He's only 43% rostered. So this is a guy, if he go look right now, is, if Boone Jenner is available and you have that move, pick him up now or definitely pick him up at the start of week 11 for that back-to-back, and I wouldn't even, I don't know if I would drop Boone Jenner. I, like I said, I think Boone Jenner needs to be rostered at this point, just the way he's playing. it be smooth, Jimmy's luck week. But yes, you got Boone Jenner there. He's a great option, and then it starts to go off a cliff, all right? So after Boone Jenner, you're looking at a player like Jack Roslevic, who's 6% rostered on, on uh, Yahoo I mean, he's not uh, really inspiring me very much. You know, he's, he's got well uh, uh, oh, what am I talking about? He's got five points in his last five games, but that's bolstered by one four-point game that he had, two goals and two assists against LA. So yeah, it, it, it kind of skews the stats a little bit. He's not getting uh, much of an opportunity. I mean, he, he is, what am I talking about? He's, play, he's playing on the second line and currently with uh, Chinakov and uh, line eight, I think. Is this the Krusty Crab? No, this is Patrick. But I mean, nothing. Nothing happened today. He had three shots and a hit, um, but nothing else really in the loss today to Boston. So Roslovic is out there. You know, three goals, eleven assists on the season. It, it's it's not a real inspiring pick. So uh, honestly, I, I think I'd look elsewhere. But he's there. So you got Roslevic. Um You could go. Uh, I mean. There's players like Nyquist there, Kent Johnson, but, I mean, I like them even less than, than Roslovic, so that, that's that's your prerogative. I mean, depends on who's available in your league, right? You could pick them up. The other two guys I might look at on Columbus are the 2D that um, – or, sorry, the three defensemen that they have. Uh, that I'm talking about Vladislav, Gavrikov. Um, he's going to get you your, your you know, defensemen um, statistics. Um, more blocks than anything else. He's, he's, he's very good at blocking, so he'd be a great block streamer for the week. Um, also, Andrew Peak. He's going to get you your hits and blocks, so more of your defense kind of peripherals that you like. And then, uh, yeah, Dark Horse. Take a look at Marcus Bjork. Welcome to Iceland. Oh there is no sunlight. Are on fire. Uh, he's defensive he's running the power play there in columbus and that and that power play is actually not too bad or it shouldn't be that bad so you know he's he's uh, getting time on that uh, power play uh the number one power play actually and he's only one percent rostered so marcus bjork fill your boots all right uh yeah that that's that's slim pickens there on columbus but that's okay so, again, Monday, Tuesday, back-to-back. Back. Let's look at St. Louis. Uh, now, this is a far superior team for me for streamers, okay? So, if you can't get Boone Jenner, just mosey on over to the St. Louis Blues, all right? They got a lot more guys available. Um, and, you know, all, right off the bat, take a look and see if Tori Krug is available. I know he's, he, he's been pretty bad this year. But he, he, can put up, he can put up some numbers. He can put up some perifs. This man is minus 22 on the season. Jeez. Sheesh, buddy. What are you doing? um yeah Tori Krug he's 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 fallen off quite a bit I mean since he's got St. Louis I actually really liked Tory Krug when he was in Boston he's such a he's such a small guy but he's, he's feisty you know he's got some offensive acumen as well but I, I think his best days are behind him or at least he's not, it's not happening for him in St. Louis they've got some better options there anywho you can go out and get Torrey Krug he's only 65% rostered he shoots um he blocks okay he doesn't really do much else you know, but then, yeah, l- like, listen to some of these names. These these are, like, their top six players, and they're all rostered pretty much 60% or under on Yahoo. So you could get Braden Shen. You can get Robert Thomas. You can get Ryan O'Reilly, who's only 38% rostered. That's, I mean, you know, Ryan O'Reilly's having a garbage year, no question. You know, two points in his last five games, but he's getting a ton of ice time. It's got to turn around at some point, doesn't it? Come on, Big Rye. I, uh, yeah, I don't know, actually. Um... Uh, yeah, it's a good thing for a fantasy analyst to say, I don't know. But uh, that's where we're at with Ryan O'Reilly, all right? If I had to choose um, the players that I would like out of those, I, I like um, Robert Thomas a lot, actually. Um, you know, yeah, he's a, he's a points league kind of guy. He's, you know, seven goals, 21 assists on the season. But he's, he started to up his shot count a little bit. You know, he's had, he's had a couple games with five shots, four shots, and that's not common for for Robert Thomas. He's a, he's definitely a pass-first guy. He's also got six hits on the season. What the frick? His name is Robert Paulson. Come on, guys. His name stop it. is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Robert Paulson. Paulson. His, name His name is Robert, Robert Paulson. Paulson. Buddy, he's just dodging people out there he's like a he's like a figure skater he's like uh, he's like Jeff Skinner all right these guys are just they're just pirouetting around people no problem but uh, that said I mean Robert Thomas is getting first line power play he's you know I, I like Rob Thomas and Braden Shen's having a, having a decent year as well and he'll give you some hits so if I had to choose of all those guys I'd choose Robert Thomas followed by Braden Shen followed by Ryan O'Reilly. And so on and so forth. And then yeah, when you're looking at D, I like Krug. I like uh Colton Pareko is there. So take a look at some of these guys. Also, um, kind of dark horse. Uh he's your banger. He's he bangs. His name is Noel Achiari. All right. He's your he's your grinder. He's your banger, right? But this he, he's uh he's hitting like a truck and he's actually putting up some a few points on the board. So those guys are all options for that Monday, Tuesday, all right? So take a look at that. Um, Some other back-to-backs we're looking at, uh, I mean, the strategy I would use is probably those two teams first, Monday, Tuesday, and then um, Minnesota actually has a Wednesday, Thursday back-to-back. So you could pick up one player from one of these teams, Columbus or St. Louis, and then on Wednesday, pick up a Minnesota player. It is going to be difficult because they're the only team with that back-to-back, and um, we're coming off a week where Minnesota had an amazing streamer schedule. So some of these guys might be rostered already, and um, that's kind of a tip for you as well. If you are one of those people that picked up a Minnesota player for their awesome schedule this week, you might want to hold on to them because um, they're gonna get that um, Wednesday Thursday back to back in there. So that that could be really helpful for you, all right? You might need to locate another streamer spot and then kind of go a different way with it. But just because of the way the week looks this week, um, that's definitely an option for you. okay? You, you can stream every day of the week, basically, except for Friday. All right. So let's look at Minnesota. Who can you pick up? If Joel Erickson Eck is out there, you better get your buns out there and go pick this man up. I mean, he's 68% rostered, so he should be, should be gone, but uh, he, he's playing really well. He's, he, he's, he's always been an across-the-board fantasy contributor, but he's, he's picking up his offense, too, and i love to see it. You know, he's got 25 points on the season. So that is not something that Erickson Eck has really been known for, so it's nice that he's adding that part to his game. So 68%, he's probably gone, but let's go take a look. All right, um, and then someone who I just picked up, who I'm interested in, uh, he's playing on Sunday, is Ryan Hartman. I'm interested to see what this man does. Um, he's 34% roster, he's probably stashed somewhere. Um, he was available in a couple of the leagues I was in, so I, you know, took a flyer. Obviously, he had an amazing year last year with uh, Kaprasov and Zuccarello. Sounds like he's skating on a line with Boldy and uh, Frederick Gaudreau. So that's not ideal, but you know he had sixty five points last year. Um, so I'd like to see what Ryan Hartman can do. This might be a good week for it. It's just kind of a it's kind of a throwaway week. So if Ryan Hartman's out there, I definitely take a look at that. Kick some tires on Ryan Hartman. Uh, and as I said, he's only thirty four percent rostered. And then you got to, you know all the the usual suspects that you probably looked at this last week. You know Frederick Gaudreau, Sam Steele, Steely Sam, as I like to call him. Steve. Um, those are good options. Sam Steele, especially, he's getting first line deployment. I talked about this a little bit with uh, Nate from Apples and Genos. Uh, we have a podcast on Sundays that we do, and uh, I liked Goudreau this week. He liked Sam Steele, and I think they both did pretty well. But I mean, you know, after this week, I think Steele is looking a little bit uh, a little bit more solid. So I like Steele coming up here for the Wednesday Thursday. Um, yeah. And those are pretty much your options. I mean, I picked up Caelan Addison in a lot of spots this week. He did nothing. He's, he's definitely kind of falling off. He's a young player. There's going to be major growing pains. He's not getting very much deployment. He's playing like 15 minutes a night sometimes. And he got scratched, you know, recently, like five games ago. So I don't know. I I don't have a bit, I don't have big expectations for Caelan Addison. Um, you know, for his career, I think he'll be great. Um, well, I hope it'll be great, but he's going to add, have to add a lot uh, to his game, right? This is clearly, uh, I know I reference this man all the time, probably just cause I like saying his name, but Tony D'Angelo, all right. He's like that kind of player, um, just offensive and nothing else. Right. So, you know, Tony D'Angelo or like, you know, Keith Yandel or like these, these basically just offensive specialists that play under 20 minutes a night. You got to get your D-man up over 20 minutes to get anything going, right? He's this guy's giving you like zero periffs. So, anyways, <laughs> that's my sell job on Kalen Addison. All right, but what you can get instead of Kalen Addison, go get Jared Spurgeon. All right, he's out there. He's giving you better periffs. All right, he shoots a decent amount and he blocks a ton. All right, you can get him. You can get Matt Dumba is out there. You want hits? You can get uh, Marcus Felino, Or if you're feeling really spicy, go get Big Reevesy, Big Ryan Reeves. They call me Snap and Pop because I snap and I will pop your ass in the mouth. Don't mess with me, man. That uh, distinguished gentleman who was just smashing people all over the place took, took my man Heronic out. What are you doing? Don't, get, don't walk in front of a train, Heronic. all right? That's, you shouldn't do that, all right? It's, it's a bad idea. Reeves uh, saw weakness and he pounced, and that's what happened, all right? I like Ryan Reeves a lot, actually. <laughs> He's a funny guy. Uh, I saw a video of him doing uh, the, the intro in the Minnesota dressing room, he did it like WWE style, um, kind of screaming out everyone's name, or like UFC, like Bruce Buffer, it was hilarious, this guy's a beauty, um, I, I like the pickup a lot, uh, you know, just as an aside for Minnesota, I think it makes them a better team, and, and we've seen what Reeves can do in the playoffs, just him being out there, you know, it, it's it's in the other team's mind for sure, so yeah, I'm a fan of that man, and that's all I have to say about that, alright, so again, to recap, Monday, Tuesday, you can get Columbus or St. Louis. We talked about the players. Wednesday, Thursday, you can pick up any of these players from Minnesota, but you're going to have to be quick, right, because they may not be available um, or, you know, people are going to get them r- right at the start. So if I were you, I like to set my alarm. I don't know. I'm a fantasy nerd, right? I set my alarm or I stay up till 12, and I make sure that I get my moves right away, right? Because it can make a big difference. You know, you want to get the best guys possible. So that said, let's look at some of these other back-to-backs we have here. All right? We've got Anaheim with a back-to-back Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, we've got New Jersey with a Tuesday, Wednesday back-to-back. We've got Tampa Bay with a Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday back-to-back. And then we've got uh, Boston with a Thursday, Friday. Calgary with a Thursday, Friday. LA with a Thursday, Friday. Okay? And the reason these back-to-backs are important to me, at least for this week, is you can look at goalies. Okay, that that's a that could be a really key piece of strategy this week is so usually what happens in back to backs, they'll play their main goalie first teams, and then they'll play the backup on the second half of the back to back or vice versa, you might have to watch it, right. But usually they kind of decide ahead of time who's going to play what game. So those are some some sneaky streaming strategies you can throw in here, right. So look at um, look at players, so, I mean, who are we talking about? Even even the teams we already looked at, Columbus and St. Louis. You know, Columbus, <laughs> the, if you want to, you know, if you're feeling froggy, go ahead and jump on uh, Columbus goalies, all right? Daniil Tarasov or Elvis Merzlikens. Yikes, all right? Elvis has left the building a long time ago, all right? You don't want to get on board with that, but... You know, if you need some goalie stats, they're there, right? Also, St. Louis is better. You've got Bennington, who should be rostered, and then Thomas Grice, who you could probably pick up for the Tuesday game. So just keep an eye on those. And then Minnesota, too. Actually, um, they have a great backup in um, uh, Gustafson there. He's been amazing. I, um, I've streamed him in a few times, uh, Philip Gustafson, and he, he's doing very well for a backup. And then, obviously, Fleury is, is most likely rostered, should be rostered. So, um, but just keep an eye on Philip Gust- Gustafson for that back to back. And then that goes for all these other teams. Okay. Again, Anaheim, Boston, Calgary, LA, New Jersey, Tampa Bay, you know, the Anaheim one, I would not suggest jumping on a goalie there unless you're just, you know, hurting bad. All right. But it's, it's Tuesday, Wednesday at that point, you can't be hurting that much, you know, the second and, th- and third days of the week. So I would probably stay away from Anaheim, but you know, Boston, is Jeremy Swayman available, maybe for the Friday? Because that Friday is probably going to be full, but it might not be full for your goalies, right? So you might be able to stream in some goalies on the Friday. So Boston's a good one. Look at Jeremy Swayman there. Calgary, Dan Vladar, right? Is, is he available out there? You could probably pick him up, and he's he's been a great player so far this year. LA, I mean... I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not loving L.A. Uh, I, they have Copley, Phoenix Copley. Like, it's just not It's not great. Um, I do like, however, uh, New Jersey Tuesday, Wednesday. Go look at Akira Schmid. All right? This, this man has a cool name. We know that. Uh, and uh, he's, he's put up some good numbers. He's put up some very good numbers. I mean, he lost tonight, unfortunately. But, um, you know, Vanacek's the man there. But Schmid, definitely an option. So take a look at him on Wednesday. And then Tampa Bay, you know, uh, have a look there as well. You know, they play the Tuesday Wednesday. So that's what I like about the back-to-back. So just be aware of that, okay? And that's really it for your streaming strategies. It's a weird week this year, as we said. Um, So take a look and see what makes sense for your team. And and again, those players that you drop, just make sure it makes sense for your team. That's all I have to say on that, all right? So... Next, I want to talk about the top waiver ads and the top waiver drops uh, today, all right? So, for the top ads for tonight, uh, number one was uh, Brandon Hagel. Turned out to be a great ad. He got two goals. um, Two goals and an assist, my goodness. He's having a great season. This man's 31% rostered should be more, honestly. He's got 23 points on the season. He's getting, you know, first-line deployment pretty much. Um, his time on ice is solid right now. Brandon Hagel, he should be on a team, uh, honestly, at this point. So take a look there. Next one up was Keandre Miller. Um, I love this. And he had a great game, too. So uh, the Rangers won 6-3 in Philly. This guy had a goal and an assist. One of them was a shorthanded point, And he got three shots, four hits, and two blocks. This is this is the Keandre Miller that we maybe thought we might be getting this season, right? And I think he's sort of rounding into form a little bit. He's paired with uh, Jacob Truba, I think. He's not getting any power play time unfortunately, but he's just a good even strength defenseman. And he and he's got some skill, right? And he's a young guy. I like Miller a lot, especially for for periffs. Uh, and he's on kind of a little heater for points as well. So in his last 6 games, he's got uh, four five Seven points in his last six games. Sorry, I like to count on the air. Again, I just feel that's really good podcasting. Expectations. But yeah, seven points in his last six games with very reasonable periffs. So Keandre Miller, he's doing well right now. Go see if he's available. He's only 31% rostered, so um, I like that pickup a lot. He was you, You're happy if you got him tonight. A um, couple goalies in here. So Craig Anderson was picked up. He got the win in Arizona tonight. I don't know what's going on in Buffalo uh, with their goalies. I mean, I feel like they're 1A, 1B with uh, uh, Pekka Lukanen and Anderson. And I don't really like either of them, to be honest. I like um, Uko Pekka Lukanen, you know, long term, for sure. I would rather have him than Anderson. But Buffalo, their offense is incredible, and their defense is not. All right, so these are some barn burner games and don't really lend themselves to uh, good games for goalies to be a part of. So I don't know. I'm not really stoked on the Buffalo goaltending, but if you're hurting, I mean, you could do worse than both these guys because Buffalo is putting up a ton of goals right now and and they're actually playing really well uh, or they're winning games. So I like that. Uh, The other goalie was Phoenix Copley, as we talked about. Um, Again, it's right now, the game's still going right now. It's 2-2 against San Jose. I don't know. Forget that. He's he's just a streamer at this point, you know, when when he gets a start. So and LA's not doing well this year. Um, interesting one popped up here that I like, uh, Nick Backstrom. He was the fourth most added player last night or or today, sorry. And uh the reason being, yeah, he he um, we got a report today that he practiced in a full contact jersey. So that's that's huge right this this guy went uh he he had hip surgery hip replacement surgery basically in june so the fact that he's practicing without you know limitations at this point it's a good sign you know so ah i don't know where i don't know where i stand on it honestly um because backstrom he is 35 right so it's i I think it's a fine pickup at this point he's only 14 percent rostered like you know if you've got a move and you've got your week at hand like you've you've sorted it out yeah pick up Backstrom and just stash him you know this is it's a it's a luxury stash at this point but he might be close so um and that said too Oshi I think was injured tonight so there's some room in the top 6 not like he was going to go somewhere else than the top 6 but I do think that when Backstrom comes back he's he's going to be limited in his minutes they're they're not going to just throw him out there you know 18 19 minutes i think it'll be more like 13 14 15 minutes to start right so but he should get some power play time and i don't know that depends on depends on what you're looking for but I, I do think backstrom could be a useful fantasy player this year if he comes back you know full strength and hopefully it doesn't take him too long to get there but he's out there he's 14 rostered uh, people are starting to pick him up so if backstrom's doing it for you you should probably go and get him pretty quick because i think he might be back fairly soon okay and that's that. All right, now let's look at the top five drops. Number one, uh, Michael Backlin. This man was dropped. I guess people had picked him up for the awesome week that Calgary had. He's 28% rostered. Um, yeah, I guess it makes sense, although, like, <laughs> he's been playing really well. Uh, you know, in his last five games, he's got four points. Um, two, you know, two of his last three games, he's played well over 20 minutes. So that, that's good. You know, that's a good sign, right? But, I mean, I get it. You're, you're probably dropping him because you're going to pick somebody else up for the Sunday here. So, um, well, he plays on the Sunday. What am I talking about? So, you know, I, I don't get the drop. I would have dropped him after this week if you're going to do that, right? But uh, And then same with uh, Frederick Goudreau. Same exact thing. He's only 10% rostered. You know, he played. He, he has three goals in his last five games. Not bad. You know, he's getting some good opportunities. He's getting a bit of power play time. You know, but, yeah. Uh, Frederick Goudreau, I'd probably keep just because of next week, right? These are one of those players I'm talking about. Another player, uh, Mangia Pani, Mr. Eat Bread, all right? Andrew Mangia Pani. He's getting dropped like a hot biscuit, all right? Don't burn your hands on the... You just Mangia the Pani, all right? Don't, Don't burn your hands on there. You see where I'm going with this? I i don't know what's happening right now it's it's late i usually don't podcast late so I'm, I'm delirious at this point and that's fine all right i'm by myself and no one's judging me all right uh yeah mangiapani getting dropped he's 39 percent rostered that's fine you know whatever i don't i don't feel one way or the other about mangiapani he's a streamer no question if you need somebody else go ahead and drop him uh max domi as we talked about he's only 27 percent rostered um yeah, he, he's he's had he's he's been hot and cold this year, but the Blackhawks overall have been hot garbage, all right, or cold garbage. They they just been hot and cold garbage. Let's 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 be real about that. They've lost their last oh my god one two three four five six games, seven of their last eight. Jeez, and even more after that. I don't even want to keep counting. That looks bad. We knew the Blackhawks were going to be bad there in the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. All right, Max Domi could be Connor Bedard's new teammate. i asked for a high note next year all right but that said chicago got that stinky schedule next week so you can drop this man i'm fully on board with you dropping max Domi. get that garbage out of here all right get that garbage out of here! and then the the next drop was uh um some of these backup goalies we got uh grice elliot vladar those guys were all dropped um you know, because they were, they were streamed in for their game. So, again, as I said, Grice, you can pick him up next week, most likely. Vladar, you can pick him up next week. I think Vladar, there was some some thought that he was taking over the number one spot from Marky there, uh, Markstrom. And I just don't think that's going to happen. Oh, hi, Mark. I think that's pretty clear now. But, you know, Vladar looking good, uh, uh, you know, going for the future. And I think he's going to, because of his recent play, I think he will get a few more starts, that's for sure. But. It's going to be Markstrom's crease, no question. But look at that, you know, if they got a back-to-back, get Vladar in there because he's got a good chance of winning. All right, and then uh, before we go, I did want to just talk about four um, free agents that I think are must-roster players at this point, all right? And we're talking about um, Cats leagues, okay, category leagues, Or points leagues where they value hits and blocks and and things like that, all right? These are players that I think should be rostered that are only uh, rostered in 50% or less of uh, uh, teams, okay? So let's take a look. Let's take a look-see. The first one I want to talk about is Riley Smith of the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah, he's been doing this for a long time. He's been consistently on the bubble of, of basically being dropped, but currently... He's playing excellent. I mean, he's got five points in his last three games. Um, had a goal again tonight, and uh, he, you know, he's getting some reasonable, reasonable deployment. He's playing with his, you know, the same line: William Carlson and Jonathan Marchessault. These guys know each other. They've been playing together for a few years now, and it just works. Like Riley Smith, he's got uh, 15 goals, eight assists in 33 games this year. He's averaging 16 minutes and 40 seconds time on ice. That's enough. That's enough for this guy. And that's even that's a minute down from last year. So um, this all said, his shooting percentage is much higher than last year. So he's converting at a higher level. You know, he had 16 goals last year. Only 15, he's already got 15 this year. Um, so he might be over, overachieving, over, overreaching a little bit there. But right now he's hot. And I think Riley Smith, the rest of the season value, he, right now he's on a 57-point pace. I think that's reasonable. I think he can get 50, 55, 60 points uh, by the end of the season. Vegas is playing well. He's a big part of that team. I like Riley Smith, and he's only rostered in 49% of leagues. So um, I think Riley Smith should be rostered. Um, even more than Riley Smith, Boone Jenner. We talked about him already, but this guy needs to be on a team, okay? Um, he, he's getting an insane amount of ice time, and he's converting, right? And nothing he's doing is, is unsustainable. You know, his, his shooting percentage is, is down from last year, um, but he sh- he's shooting more, and his shooting percentage is down, so that could level out, but he's getting top power play, he's getting top line, playing with Johnny Goudreau, and he's getting reps with Liney on the power play. It just looks good. I, I love the deployment. That- that's more than anything, and-, and not to mention Boone Jenner hits. He bangs the hell out of people. So in 30 games, he's got 54 hits and 34 blocks for a forward. What the hell? Um, I love that. Um, you know, that's... He, <laughs> we could be looking at, like, defenseman perifs at, at the end of the year. This, this guy's a stud. So Boone Jenner should be... Uh, out of the four I'm going to mention, Boone Jenner, to me, is the one that really should be on a roster. No question. Uh, any cat, any any format, Boone Jenner is your guy. Get on Boone Jenner. I think he's having a great season, and no one is coming for his minutes. He's he's the man there. He's going to be running things down the middle, so go pick him up. Way to go, BJ. Next up, we're going to talk about uh, Jacob Vrana, um, and, and and I want to preface this. I don't think it's a must roster player, all right? I just want to bring your attention to Jacob Vrana, all right? He's out there um you know he has been skating with the wings he's he's back from his uh sort of time in the the substance program there or the the support nhl support program that he was in so that's great news just for him personally and then it's great for the wings too like i, I read an interview with verana he's just he, he sounds very positive and he's uh i don't know it's, it's great it, I, I hope that that this is kind of giving him what he needs um to be successful again just in life and then you know in the NHL as well, right? This is clearly his his passion and his job. So that all said, what does this mean for fantasy? There's still no timetable for Jacob Vrana, but you know, he's practicing with the team, so I would think he's most likely going to spend, you know, a week or two getting back into game shape and they'll probably get him out there. So we th- that being said, we need to really temper expectations with Vrana. He's never been a guy that's been um, big Uh, on deployment right like he he only played two games this year Uh, he averaged 11 and a half minutes you know so that's an outlier we can't really put any stock to that but you know his last three his last five seasons actually he's played 15 minutes or less average time on ice right and he's he gets injured a lot so he's got you know he's got to deal with a lot of those issues Right, and now he's coming back from kind of a mental health leave as well, right? So who knows what's going to happen here? You got to temper expectations with Jacob Vrana. That said, that he's quite an offensive player, right? He has the ability, I think, to get sixty points in this league, maybe more. You know, sixty to seventy points. Um, the Red Wings have kind of a good situation that I think Vrana could maybe step in and, and do something there. You know, especially with some of the injuries they have. But definitely temper your expectations. This guy's not going to be a league winner for you in fantasy. Um, but can you you know he can do something I think and and there's a there's an outside shot he can he can do very well. So I like Verona. Um, I'm I'm kicking tires there. Definitely in a situation where you know it depends on what kind of league you have. I'm in a couple leagues where you can you can pick a player up off the waiver wire and if they're on IR they can go directly in your IR. It's pretty sweet. So if you got something like that, what's the harm? Go, go, you know, stash Jacob Rana. It's a luxury stash at this point. Let's, let's see what he does. But I like it. I'm glad to see him back out there. Way to go, JB. And then lastly, the scratch master, Kevin Hayes. This, <laughs> Torts scratched this man tonight. Uh, what in the actual hell? What the hell is in jiggle I wouldn't worry about it too much. All right, this is just Torts being Torts, uh, Tortorella. He's just, oh, man, I, I can't stand, I, I mean, I, obviously, I'm, I'm on the outside looking in and seeing what's going on here, but I just hate the optics of it, um, you know, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors, maybe Tortorella's like the nicest man in the world, and Kevin Hayes is a dink, but everything I've seen tells me that's not true, right, Tortorella is a wiener, and we all know that. Hey, everybody. I'm a stupid moron with an ugly face and a big butt and my butt smells and I like to kiss my own butt. Right, and Kevin Hayes is leading his team in points with 29 points in 31 games. He's playing a ton, you know. uh, He took a bad penalty in in the game against New Jersey and he got benched and then he was benched the next game. So, I mean, I hate that kind of coaching. Like, if that's really what it is, like... I don't know. Just in my experience in playing hockey and and sports, like you're you're more likely to do well when there's positivity behind what you're doing, and and you can put your positive energy towards something. And what it seems like Tortorella does. And I was here, you know, I was a Vancouver Canucks fan when he was the coach here, and he just comes in and just blows everything up. And and it's because Tortorella had a bit of, you know, obviously he had success, he won the Stanley Cup, but he did that early on, and it's like that sort of kept. People, like, just not calling him out on this bull crap, you know? Like, I- I'm just, yeah, I don't know. I'm going, I'm going off on Tortorello right now. Uh, I-, I just, I don't like it. I don't like the way he handles his players, at least from what we see uh, as fans and, and, and fantasy analysts. Like, the guy's just a dink. Like, whatever. Anyways, he benched Kevin Hayes. I wouldn't worry about it. Kevin Hayes is going to be fine. He's going to come back, and he's playing well offensively for sure. And he's shooting a ton. That's something that uh, that I love about Kevin Hayes this year. Um, his shots are up. Um, p- power play—he's basically running the thing, and his ice time is way up. All right, um, you know he's he's at uh, almost 19 minutes this season average time on ice. He he was 17 uh, or almost 18 last year, so he's up a minute. He just seems—he just seems like he's in a good spot. And again, Philly, there's no one there to, to come and take his man. He's like a Boone Jenner light to me without kind of the peripherals, right? Boone Jenner hits and blocks. Kevin Hayes doesn't really do that. He does have good shots and good power play points. But, you know, I, would, I, I like Kevin Hayes. It was kind of a joke at the beginning of the year. You, you pick Kevin Hayes up. It's like, wow, he must be really scraping the bottom of the barrel. But this guy's putting together a nice season. And hopefully Torch doesn't F it up by just messing with the guy's confidence, right? Because this guy's a stud. So I like Kevin Hayes. He's my last of those guys that you should probably pick up, okay? And that's all I got to say. Oh, man. I just wanted to keep it nice and short, but it it actually wasn't. It's going on to 45 minutes now, and I'm sorry about that, all right? But I have a big mouth, and I can't stop myself. So please, again, follow me on Twitter. Uh, I'm getting some some content going on over there. It's at Blake Creamer, S-E. It would help me out so much if you guys could... Leave a five-star review, Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can find my content over on sportsethos.com as well. Um, I'm just trying to build this thing. And I know, um, you know, I'm trying to get a little more consistent with this. It is, I'm, I'm doing my best and I feel like it's going to get a lot better. Um, I've got some stuff at work that has cleared up for me. So I feel like I'm going to be able to be more consistent with the pod, which is really what I want because I know that's what you guys want. Right? You want to be able to rely on some information coming to you in a timely manner. And that's what I want to do for you. Okay, So please hit me up on Twitter. Leave me a review. All that good stuff. Um, again, yeah, I'm so happy to be able to do this for you. Um, that's your week 11 streaming strategies. All right? If you like it, send me a message. If you don't like it, send me a message. Let's get some dialogue going. I just want to hear about what is going on with you. And also, before I go, definitely check out the last episode if, if, you know, you're here for the first time. Check out the last episode. I had an awesome conversation with Mike Rogerson from the Five Hole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Yeah, we just talked about uh, all things. Anyways, we, yeah, we <laughs> we got into the 2011 uh, uh, Vancouver Canucks. It was, uh, you know, we both got a little sad and, and then uh, carried on, so um, but, yeah, it's a great uh, great interview, really smart guy. Definitely go check out uh, Five Hole Fantasy Hockey podcast as well. They're doing some amazing work. And then also check out Apples and Geno's uh, Fantasy Hockey podcast. I do uh, Sunday nights with Nate Niblink there, um, and I love it. This guy is just, uh, he's putting out awesome content. He's doing some writing for Yahoo, um, and uh, he's just a stats wizard, but, like, you know, he also watches the games. So he, he's just kind of the best of both worlds. So definitely go check out Apples and Geno's. Check out Five Whole Fantasy Hockey Podcast. Also check out the Locked On uh, Fantasy Hockey Podcast. I did uh, some work there with uh, Steele Roden. He, he came on the show. It was really great. So yeah, I'm just, I'm excited about this uh, fantasy hockey community. There's a lot of good people doing a lot of good work. And I just want to be a part of that. So um, cool. That's all I got to say about that hope you guys crush it this week i'm gonna get a couple more episodes in this week so uh let's get the biz everybody celebrate your day bye for now a rational explanation is hardly necessary